Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of According to Sasha Podcast, the conversation series where we sit and talk with other professionals about what they have going on in their lives, in their business, and more. And so tonight I have a special guest with us. Her name is Erica Alcox, and she is the founder of In School Stomach Project. I know that's a unique name, but she's going to tell us all about it when she comes up. But first, before we get into all of that, you know what we got to do, you guys. We got to go over all the logistics of everything, right? So, you know what we got to do. Like, follow, and share. Like, follow, and share all of our platforms. You see it going across the screen. And for those who are listening, we're everywhere. We're on all the platforms, iHeart, Spotify, Amazon Music, and so forth. But we also come to you live on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. So I want to say, as I always say, thank you so much for all of your support and everything that you're doing. Um, continue to do it, continue to like, continue to follow, continue to share. Oh yeah, and I always forget this part. And if any of you are ever listening on Anchor FM, I want you to share and like there as well. And so um, thank you for everything. Now, I do have a giveaway tonight, okay? So if you're watching, watching, oh my gosh, I got to get it together. <laughs> so if you're watching or listening, so that's what happens when you talk too fast and try to get it all out at one time. So if you're watching and listening, I do have a giveaway for tonight's episode. Now, today is 721. And so tonight's episode, okay? Not other episode, not the next episode, but for tonight's episode, I want you to, number one, you have to watch or listen to the show, okay? Number two, I want you to email me the one thing that stands out the most about tonight's guest, okay? And tonight's guest, as a reminder, is Erica Alcox, okay? And so I want you to email me what stood out to you about the guest, and you're going to email me at according to Sasha at gmail.com. Of course, you know, I'll put the information out here, but for those who are listening, it is according to number two, Sasha, S-A-C-H-A at gmail.com. Okay. You have 48 hours to do this. So you have tonight through Saturday to email me the top thing that stood out to you tonight about our guests and for tonight's show only. Okay. 721. And the giveaway is if you're a business owner out there that's listening, um, Anybody, entrepreneur, creative, whatever you have that's a product or service, then we're giving you free promotional for one month, the month of August. You get to have your products or service here advertised on According to Sasha podcast, okay? And so that is for our conversation series. Now, usually it's Thursday nights. So I think in the month of August, we got like four or five, right? So you get a month worth of advertising, okay? And I'll go through all those details too. The winner right now I'll just be randomly picking the winner and I might do something extraordinary about it I don't know but I will pick somebody who's gonna win and um, yeah so that's enough for that I want to go ahead and get into our guest because she has a lot of interesting things going on and if you already follow me on Instagram make sure you follow me that girl Sash like the page according to Sasha podcast and follow me here on Facebook as well 
and Sasha Walton and keep up with everything that I have going on. I have a lot of things I'm participating in, speaking engagements. I have next month, there's going to be some youth activities that's going on um, in October and so forth. So I want to keep you all in the loop. Okay. All right. So I'll be right back with you and we'll have Miss Erica up here shortly. Okay. Hey, contact us to see how you can promote your products on According to Sasha Podcast. Entrepreneurship, small business, something that everybody would love to do, making their own money. And this is what we will be talking about on According to Sasha. Hey, Erica, how are you? I am doing fantastic. How about you? I'm doing good, doing good. So thank you so much for being here tonight. It's such a pleasure to have you. It's a pleasure to be had. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I know we scheduled this thing so far out, but I'm glad you're still you are still available for tonight and everything. Yes. And so, but I'm going to get into the grit of everything and who you are, what you do and everything. But like I ask everybody on this show, who is Erica Alcox? Honey, that's a loaded question. Okay, <laughs> so be careful asking this one here, <laughs> that question. But I am a um, oh, Charleston native. I'm a Geechee girl, uh, youngest of seven, mother of one, friend to many, associate to, to a few. <laughs> uh, I'm an educator, an author, a creative. Um, I'm a lover of music, lover of life, lover of good food. Okay, don't show me in the grits, please don't. <laughs> uh, but really just a, a person having a human experience and doing my best to be um, a light for people who need a light. Um, just just doing my best to, to experience life as it needs to be experienced for me. Um, and however I can be of service without depleting myself. And that's one lesson that I learned. Oh, goodness, Chad, don't get me started. But, you know, just making sure that I'm doing my part that I was put on this earth to do. Awesome. Awesome. You said two things. I'm going to touch on one first. And you slipped it in there so quickly. Okay. No sugar in the grits. So, you know, there's always... <laughs> <laughs> the battle I see on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, people are always saying, is it sugar or is it, what is it, salt? Sugar salt, or salt? Pepper, butter. pepper, butter. What is it? What goes in it? So you say no sugar. What do you put in yours? Um, Salt, butter, maybe a little dash of pepper, a uh -huh. uh, little chicken broth, and, and some other little geeky things. Uh, what have you? Yes, but uh, we, we if we're gonna do sugar, you might as well do cream or wheat or oatmeal. <laughs> Quit playing with me. <laughs> well, I have to confess because that's one thing. I that's why I didn't know what really went in it because I don't eat. I don't like grits. I don't something about it. It was just even as a little girl, my grandmother's always try to feed us. I was just like. No, mm -mm. it's okay. It's okay. We go. We go. We go. Love you anyway. <laughs> thank you for the love anyway. <laughs> but thank you so much for sharing that part because I I just wanted to make sure. Like I said, I love the conversation. I love being able to just have fun on the show, and that's one good thing. But also, it segues way into who you are, part of who you are, because 
that's one of the things that you use in your program is cooking and menu planning with youth and, and children and everything. So let's go ahead and get into that. So you have the in school stomach project. Now, yeah. So first of all, like, where did the name come from? Okay, this goes back to summer 2018. Let's set the record straight. Okay. A lot of people, I'm, I'm still surprised with how many times I'm tagged in things. Erica, look, they're using it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I didn't know it would resonate with people. I, I initially wrote this. I was sitting in my minivan I had at the time. Um, it was school had been out for maybe about a week or two. And I had just fed my son, like literally just fed him. And he sent me a text message asking me what's for dinner. And I'm like, sir, do you, you just ate. You, you just ate. You probably still got something in your teeth and you just ate. You asking me about dinner? You're not fitting to eat up my refrigerator all summer 2018. Use your in-school stomach. Meaning that when children are in school, you don't eat every second of the day. Mm -hmm. You eat during lunch. You eat when you probably get there for breakfast. And then when you get home, you probably, you know, you're probably snacking, but we're not doing this. <laughs> and... I wrote that. I remember because I was hiding in my minivan, just just hiding because I'm like, Lord, oh my goodness. And I know every parent can relate to all these kids home all day long. Mm -hmm. And they're, no, the grocery bill is not about to do this. And so I just said, use your in-school stomach. And it, I went and minded my business. And the next thing I know, people were like, people sharing your stuff. And I saw and then my logo got cut off and people was fighting me, telling me that they came up with it. I'm like, listen, wow. I was just trying to make sure that my child was not going to eat up all of the food. I, you know, I'm glad everybody can resonate. And so that's, that's where it came from and people could relate. Mm -hmm. And it's still to this day, people will say in school stomach, school stomach, Ricky Smiley shared it, DL Hughley shared it, of course, without my logo. Uh -huh. and, but I was like, it's okay. So I I wanted to <clears throat> let it evolve into something that we all can relate to. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, if you're a caregiver or a parent of any, any type, you know how you're doing your best to pass off life skills mm -hmm. for them, to be able to take care of themselves, mm -hmm. to be able to understand, you know, resource management. And that you don't have to eat the whole pack of something in one day. No, we're going to spread this out. And then on top of that, being able to understand what a balanced meal is. Mm -hmm. They don't really have a grasp of it as much as we think they do. And sometimes they do have a, a full grasp. So it um, not only helps them with that aspect of it, but also uh, I have adult students mm -hmm. um so i do traditional and non-traditional students where i'm helping people to understand how to do quick meals especially during quarantine i was helping people um understand how to keep their refrigerator a little bit safer than what it was i had parents emailing me um letting me know that they appreciated the fact that their child was cleaning out the refrigerator and looking at dates and just being more mindful and intentional mm -hmm. and it's only a good thing when you are preserving your sanity, you're protecting the groceries, as well as protecting your health, especially, you know, with the pandemic and all of the uncertainty that was going on. That was one less thing that you had to worry about mm -hmm. um, when it comes to nutrition and 
making it fun and yes let them learn how to make this and it does not always have to be ramen noodles and mm -hmm. if it does have to be ramen noodles just go ahead and pluck that little you know seasoning packet and let's get familiar with these spices that are in your cabinet mm -hmm. and make it do what it do so um that's how in school stomach ink uh came about okay. um and just it's just in line with with what i've been doing for years mm -hmm. years and i know in school stomach was what four years ago but i've been doing this for decades and as things evolve mm -hmm. and people resonate with a certain saying i i use whatever it takes to get people's attention so that they can see the bigger mission and vision right. of it all that's mm -hmm. wonderful. That's wonderful. And, and I love how you, like you say, you have that name that's so catchy. I mean, of course, because people started sharing it and putting it out there and everything else. But, you know, being able to, to really teach your children like about nutrition. Now, like you said, you think that they understand it and they have to grasp it because, you know, especially if they're in school, you know, your lunch mm -hmm. meal is supposed to be your balanced lunch, you know. Mm -hmm. But of course, it's not always the best tasting lunch. <laughs> It's not this always the best or anything like that. You'd be like, what is this? And, mm -hmm. you know, but but you still have to question, you know, even what's in it, you know, because mm -hmm. if it's too much of sodium, too much sugar or anything like that, is it well balanced? And then for you to, to really start this in like 2018 with your son that, you know, getting him to say, no, you're not, you're not going to eat me out of house at home. I was just sitting there thinking like how many parents had to deal with that during quarantine because mm -hmm. you pretty much had like almost six well no the kids were home from school for almost like, what a year a little over a year in some places yes a little bit over a year yeah so this is 24 7 you know and i'm quite sure their grocery bill was going sky high so let me ask so even during that time frame i know you said that you were helping out and teaching parents then how many parents really came to you and said look my kids are trying to eat me out of house and home i need help like what was the process with that it was, it, it, it warmed my heart that people, first of all, understood and trusted me mm -hmm. to help them do, you know, whatever it was that they needed to get done with their children. Um, and plus, I, at, at the same time, public school classroom teacher. So I was doing remote learning as well. Oh, okay. So I was doing remote learning with my students mm -hmm. in the district. And then, of course, with my own son. And, you know, then I had a few friends who, you know, they were panicking because they, they're they not educators. They're educated, but they're not educators, and there's a big difference. Yeah. And everybody thinks that everybody can teach, and that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Just because you're an expert in a subject matter does not mean you have the capacity to divulge information to somebody in, in a matter that they would really be able to understand and, and comprehend and learn and apply. Mm -hmm. So, you know, shout out to my fellow educators, but it was, it was something that it allowed people to really, really, truly understand the content that I and, and other family consumer science educators, you know, how we instruct. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just about, you know, putting a pan of cookies inside of the oven. It wasn't just about sewing on a button. It's about, do you understand what these directions are saying? Do you have the reading comprehension? Do you understand process and, and do you understand troubleshooting and decision-making? Siri and Alexa can't do this for you. You, you got to do this, you understand? And so there's, 
there was this big disconnect that a lot of people weren't aware of and I kind of, you know, pointed it out. And I pointed it out in a way that respected people's learning curve. I'm huge with that. I I don't understand how, you know, if you're educated uh, an educator and you are charged with helping people to understand and learn how there's any room for arrogance and and just being inconsiderate of somebody being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So I always made it a safe space to not know and letting people understand that I respect the fact that first of all, you want to know Mm -hmm. and I will do my best with everything that I have, everything I have access to, to help you learn. And if I don't know, I'm not going to fake the funk with you and I'm going to let you know we're going to find this out together because I didn't know that either, you know. (laughs) And people tend to, you know, be drawn to that. So Mm -hmm. not only were, you know, it wasn't only just with, you know, teens and, and, um, shoot, even middle school students. I had a student um, that wasn't in my class. He was in in Brooklyn or Harlem, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, his mother signed him up for classes, uh, met in a Facebook group, as a matter of fact, during the time when everybody was just trying to, you know, be there for small businesses. And um, I let her know. I was like, well, I, she said, had some concerns about some of the things he was struggling with, with his school and, mm-hmm. and with his classes. And I said, well, if you are interested, and I gave her the link, you know, in School Stomach, and I said, these are some of the things that I do. I use food. The kids eat. We know they eat. (laughs) So I will already have his attention, Mm -hmm. and I will help in the reading comprehension and his focus and, you know, just just little things that um, make a big difference when they're not present. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it was just amazing to be able to see how, something as simple as food and it's always been this way in my eyes that people bond over food people you know relax over food people you know figure things out over food it's <laughs> something about the magic of breaking bread yeah that allows people to build bridges and that's what i say about um a few of my events that i do low country table mm-hmm. you know come comes to low country table and let's build bridges while we break bread and and have a good understanding of where each person is coming from. So, like I said, traditional and non-traditional students being able to teach things that are directly related to food, Mm -hmm. but the bigger scheme of things directly related to life skills and leadership development. It's what I do. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And there's so many points that you made. First, I'm going to say this. I want to say, Shout out and kudos to you as an educator and everybody else because, you know, like you said, just because you're educated doesn't mean that you are an educator. And I substitute, I was substitute at one point and I was just like, you got to have a gift. <laughs> you, it, yeah. it has to be in you to do that. So that's why I always, ever since that experience for me, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do nothing but show teachers love for real. Like, so that's me showing you love. But, um, <laughs> but I love the, the points that you're making about, you know, the whole life skills and the comprehension and really, you know, we eat, everybody eats. Like you said, the kids will eat, but it's about understanding you know, what you're eating, but also how can you pull it together? What makes the big difference? And what I kept thinking about was the home ec classes, mm-hmm. you know, and it's almost like you're, you're taking that, 
that approach in a sense. And you're mm-hmm. just leveling it up and, and taking it out to, you know, the public. And and that's something that we had, you know, I'm not even trying to date myself or anybody else. <laughs> but, you know, there was at one point in life, <laughs> schools had that. You know, it was like they really invested in students when, you know, learning how to sew, learning about, you know, how to make food, but also the portions, the nutritional factor behind it. You know, all those things that were there in schools before. And I don't know, I mean, things have changed so much. And I don't know if it's in in every school or if they do it in the same way or not. But, you know, it's a lot of things that that were once there that's no longer in demand or the need is not there as much. And it still creates a disconnect, you know, because there was so much in those classes that we learned. And it was just like stuff that we can, you know, hold on to our adulthood. It's like right. the decision making, you know, comprehending. You know, we had shop classes, we had, you know, um, clothing management, all these different things where you learn how to pull it together. But you, it was mm-hmm. that thought process behind it, you know. Right. So, you know, I'm just listening to you, and I'm just thinking those things, and I'm like, wow, you know, you're really putting a good spin on it, and, and really bringing it back in a new way. And making it fun. And so I really do love that about it. So, so thank you and kudos to you for, for even doing that and taking that project on. And yes, um, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, somebody just chimed in to my cooking classes. <laughs> See what I'm saying? That, that's what everybody calls, you know, the cooking classes. And the thing about it is, is, you know, when I would get these new, you know, loads of students each semester. Mm-hmm. And they just came in thinking that it was recess and... And that they didn't have to bring any supplies, like, you know, notebooks or something to write with. And I thought this was cooking class. I'm like, sir, ma'am, this is the class that happens to cook. Yeah. I have a master's degree in school administration. I'm also a certified life coach. So please understand and respect <laughs> that you are about to get taught today and every right. day. You know, so it's, it's, it's about making sure that not only they understand, you know, the the vocational skills, is I really, mm. I'm a firm believer and advocate for everyone having some type of vocational skill because it can never be taken away from you, you know, with, with, with you know, everyday life mm-hmm. um, and being able to, to use your hands to, to do something and um, how that, you know, spirals, all the way into entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. um, even if it's not even entrepreneurship, but, you know, in the corporate world, being able to have those skills, every person, especially in this day and age, needs, you know, some type of graphics, needs some type of, you know, social media management, mm-hmm. needs some type of something. And all of those things are inside of those vocational classes. Um, there's there's so many people taking care of their family that have vocational skills. Mm -hmm. They may not have gone to a four-year college, and that is absolutely fine. It does not matter what your, you know, post-secondary schooling Mm -hmm. looks like. Sometimes people learn it inside of a traditional classroom. Sometimes it's in a non-traditional classroom. Mm -hmm. We have to get away from this concept of that everything has to look a certain way. And that is not the case. And that is what I teach inside of my class. You know, some of the classes that I taught are called Food for Life. Mm -hmm. And so it's just talking about, you know, the nutrition across, you know, the age 
mm-hmm. span, you know, as you go through life. But I said, but it's also going to be figuratively food for thought for yes. your life. I like How are you yeah. showing up in the world for yourself? How is the way you show up affecting the person next to you? Mm-hmm. How are you communicating you know, with those that you know and you don't know, the people who you can relate to and the people, it's just all of those things. And before it's all said and done, I have students who will try to stay with me all day and I'm like, I'm gonna need you to go to your next class. <laughs> but I love this class, but no, I need a break. You know? right, right. So that lets me know that I am doing what I am supposed to do because there's so many things if you if we think back to when we were teenagers mm-hmm. um you know i tell mine all the time i say y'all can have that i would never ever ever want to repeat my teen years because it was so confusing for me at the uh-huh. time I'm like why am i here you know but so many things that i wish i'll put it to you like this i am the educator that i feel i could have used mm-hmm. when i was a teen i had some great you know, educators, don't get me wrong. Right. And I had some teachers. So you see the difference. But yeah. um, there were things that I I wish could have been discussed. I know teachers and educate, any educators have, you know, so much that they're allowed yeah. to discuss. But when you start the thought process and give them things to think about and have them to come up with their own conclusions based mm-hmm. on the bigger picture of being kind and and being compassionate with everyone mm-hmm. who may be similar or not so similar. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it begins that that dialogue that needs to happen. So I um, I enjoy doing what I do. I know that there are many, many ways that we all can show up and this just happens to be the way that I show up I in the world. It. I love it. So we had a couple of uh, people. Let me see. Ari was commenting. He, was, he has a whole lot. I'm going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and go through these. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Home Mac. Yeah. We covered that. It's like, yeah, it was definitely called that. Yeah, it and... was called Home Economics. <laughs> but as time goes by, we now call um, family and consumer sciences. Yeah. So Ari, you know, he always talk about manhood. And that's one of the things that, you know, he is all about the manhood classes. And it's a lot, you know, when we're thinking about what you're talking about and thinking about, it's like almost like as if going back to the basics is mm-hmm. what's needed. And let me see, go ahead and hear Oh yeah, he, he's just in. <laughs> yeah, the, he's 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 going in yeah, on, on the very things that that you know, and and I'm glad he said that. Um, that you know, teaching people who they are. Yeah, I remember, especially as a as an entrepreneur and as a life coach, I, there there were sometimes where people would look at me sideways when I would say, you know, sometimes you can't exactly separate your feelings from your business Mm -hmm. because you feel a certain way because of something that has taken place Mm -hmm. and who you are as a person affects the type of business you run yes i don't care what anybody said nobody can change my mind as you know i'm a very open person but the type of person you are is going to impact the type of business that you run Mm -hmm. so you know whether you're 
an entrepreneur, business owner, whether you're in a corporate world, whether you are, you know, entry level, whether you are blue collar, white collar, no collar, whatever <laughs> have you, <laughs> what, the type of person you are impacts every single thing that you do. Yes. So I believe that it is always important what, no matter the age of your child mm -hmm. or the age of your student, I should say, the age of your student, that there's some type of dialogue about who are you as a person and how do you see this scenario playing out? How mm -hmm. would you address this and how does it impact the people who are, you know, impacted by it? Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's at the, the, the foundation of, of it. Yeah, that's really good. And, you know, and you said so much because... And when listening to you talk about it all, like I said, it's almost like you got to go back to the basics. But this is the type of things that is missing. You know, these things are missing with our kids today or, you know, the kids that are coming up in this generation. Because like you mentioned, you know, educators can only go but so far these days. But, you know, when we had teachers in our day, <laughs> you know, and they, I mean, and they went the extent, I don't think that there was such a limit on teachers at that time, you know, and like I said, I'm not trying to date us or anything like that. I'm not, but, you know, we, we are. Well, times were different. Times yeah, times were different. Were different. And, and mm -hmm. they don't, we, when I look at. I'll put it to you like this. The first set of students that I ever had back in 98, that was my first year of teaching. Mm -hmm. And I compare that to the last set of students that I had last school year. They're, the fundamental differences is what they're exposed to. Mm. There's no gatekeeper to a lot of stuff that a lot of them are not really mature enough to handle just yet mm -hmm. and it's making them age faster when i say age i'm talking about having to deal with things that in 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 our time you know we didn't have to deal with it because there were things that you know were in place mm -hmm. that just it wasn't quote unquote appropriate right you know and people can go back and forth about their values and morals and standards and all this mm -hmm. stuff but we mm -hmm. understand when you study human growth and development there are just certain things that at a certain age, you're not quite ready for it yeah. just yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and, it's, and it's the reason why we, you know, describe things to different age children the way that we do, mm -hmm. because we know their, you know, ability to understand something may not be exactly where it could be mm -hmm. if we explain it a certain way. Okay. So, you know, it, it's... It's always going to be a need. As long as we have breath in our body, there's mm -hmm. always going to be a need for basic life skills, basic, yeah. you know, character building and, you know, just that fine line. Because um, something is telling me, some people are like, well, you know, who are you to say that you get to teach people standards? And that's where wow. I always come back and say, that's why it is an art. Because I always make sure that I leave my personal opinion right at the threshold of my door. <laughs> because it is not my job to raise someone else's child. Mm -hmm. Because I have no idea what their standards and, and you know, requirements are inside of that home. Right. However, we all as citizens of this planet 
have a duty to be kind and compassionate towards one another. And so when I'm leading with love, I can never go wrong, can never go wrong. And when it gets to be, you know, trivial, I know to, you know, let go according to (laughs) whatever (laughs) rules and what my contract said I needed to do. But I, I, one thing I will never, ever do is pretend to be okay with something that I know fundamentally with society and how humankind should be towards mm-hmm. one another, I'm not going to go against that. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not for everybody. And it's a very um, taxing job <laughs> to to have had. But yeah. um, it, it has allowed me to be a part of so many fantastic families. Mm-hmm. My first group of students, their parents now, yeah. um, and, and we're connected on social media. And it's just such a joy to see them being how they were aspiring to be in this world and I'm like oh my goodness I had you know I had something to do with that (laughs) and and it's even funnier when you know I have those students who you know kind of used to bump heads Uh with but I never ever told them I I can't ever imagine telling a student they're never going to be anything and it's unfortunate that so many people have stories like that Mm -hmm. to where they can remember that teacher that told them that they weren't going to amount to anything. And I never, I'm like, I'm not going to speak over somebody's life like that. You know, whatever you want to do, you make sure you go and do it. I'm your number one cheerleader. I hope you do whatever it is, you know, you aspire to do as long as it doesn't bring hurt, harm or danger to anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, and go do it. And so to to have even those students to, to find me after all of these years and be like, Mr. Alcard, you was right. I'm like, what? <laughs> I? Oh my goodness, high five, you know. But um yeah. <laughs> it, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. I'm a, I'm gonna always be an educator and I always separate that from you know what people automatically think, Oh, you're a teacher and, and they put you in this box. No child, I am an educator. I instruct and guide and coach in so many more different you know levels and dynamics different from just going into a traditional school building Mm -hmm. um you know i i write and the the last project that i um did with with uh (laughs) a title (laughs) i did expect for it (laughs) it's called you smell like outside and i wrote it during the quarantine it must stink. <laughs> when I tell you, really, in all transparency, I wrote that book for myself because mm-hmm. of some things that I was going through in my in my personal life. Okay. And I was just trying to figure out what is going on. What's really, mm. really, what, child, what are you doing? Or how am, am my uh, alter ego is like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. What, what is all of this? Because <laughs> you're doing too much, you know? And just had to, to comb through it and figure out why was I repeating mm-hmm. some, you know, cycles that mm-hmm. were like toxic and just crazy and and it just what, what's really going on? A lot of self sabotaging going on. So mm-hmm. what is it that is going on? So I, I started writing, and um, you know, always been a writer, but this was the first time where I was doing something formal. Right. And uh, a good friend of mine, Vanessa Estelle Williams, she over a bowl of oatmeal. In New Orleans, she was like, uh, excuse me, she calls me Geechee Girl. Uh, uh-huh. Geechee Girl, 
I'm gonna need for you to get this um, abstract out. I need by this date. And she just really put her foot down and said, mm -hmm. people need to hear what you have to say. Mm -hmm. And so somebody like that telling you that stop playing with it. Yeah. I went ahead and I did it. And the response, it blew my mind because I was like, oh, okay. So <laughs> y'all feeling what I'm writing. So y'all going through this stuff too? Yeah. What? You know, and um, it, it's, it's been a ride. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to keep on writing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep on writing. And people have asked me to, you know, go ahead and reignite Low Country Table. Because, of course, I had to put it on pause because of the quarantine. Right. But you just never know. You know, for anybody who's out there in this exact moment that they're listening or, or viewing mm -hmm. this show, there's somebody somewhere questioning and doubting mm -hmm. that what they have to offer this world isn't valuable. Yeah, We've all sat in that space. We've all had those thoughts mm -hmm. and like nobody cares, you know, and it seems so quiet. And I am here to tell you, and I'm even telling myself because the last couple of days, I just sent a text to my friend. I said, I've been feeling kind of weird mm -hmm. these past days. It's like, you ever felt like you were here, but then not here? Mm -hmm. And so to any person that, that's hearing my voice, please understand that there is a tribe of people looking for your voice, mm -hmm. the way that you say it. And there's really nothing new under the sun. The only thing that's new is the way that you put your spin on it. And somebody needs it. Somebody needs it. It does not matter how many people need it. It's about quality, yes. not quantity. Yeah. So as I offer that to whoever is listening, as well as to myself, please, please, please put your message out there in the form mm -hmm. that you feel you thrive in. Mine happens to be writing. And, um, do do what you're pulled to do. Yeah. Everybody won't understand that pull, but everybody understands that pull, mm -hmm. meaning that everybody's got that thing that won't leave them alone. That means you're supposed to do it. Yeah. That means you're supposed to do it. So get yes. out of your way. Go on and do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Because you, you say you talk to yourself and everybody else out there, but you know, you're talking to me too. You know, it's just like yeah. you think about the different things that you have. And, and like you said, there are so many people that, that go through the exact same thing everybody else goes through. It's just all about who is going to be brave enough to come up or have the courage to speak, Yes, you know, yes. And, and really be transparent and vulnerable in that area. And, you know, and I really like the fact of you know, your transparency and saying like, you know, yeah, this book has a lot to do with me, you know, cause I know when you tell me about the title, I'm thinking, Oh, it's another kid thing. <laughs> like, Oh, they must, they came in the house stinking. So she wrote a book about them. Like, yeah, you know, no, this, but our this own stuff right stinks. Here, you know? Yeah, and it's exactly what it is. It's, you know, you smell like outside. We're going outside of ourselves yes. to try to find all these answers. And really, we need to sit still mm -hmm. and and take a moment and dissect all of this stuff inside of us. Mm -hmm. You know, all of these past experiences, whether they be, you know, joyful or kind of traumatic, they shape us. And it mm -hmm. goes back to what we said earlier about who are you as a person? Yeah. How do you show up in this world? Why do you show up this way? Why do you allow this? And why do you 
sabotage this? Mm -hmm. And why do you think you're not worthy of this? What is all of this tied into? You know, I'm I'm a person, I will tell anybody on any day, therapy is sexy. (laughs) Therapy is sexy and it's, it's, it's intimate because you are going to the very layers of yourself. Yeah. Some that may not be as attractive, mm-hmm. but you find the reason to push through and to dissect all of that stuff mm-hmm. that makes you do things. And you're yes. like, that's why I do that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And you mean to tell me I decided? Well, I won't tell you about page three in the book. You got a battle book <laughs> to find out. <laughs> But but that's that's why you did that. Oh my gosh! No, child, yes. listen. So it's it's um it's it's a way again. Just show up in the world. Yeah. Show up in the world and and have the courage. Have the 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 courage, the guts mm-hmm. to say, you know what? I'm a, I know I'm about to be in the fetal position, ugly crying underneath the bed, but I gotta get to the bottom. Of this. Yes, yes. And yes. you won't do it a second before you're ready. Mm-hmm. A lot. It's like a switch goes off, and you're like, you know what? I I don't want to entertain drama. Yeah. I don't want to entertain this. I I kind of want some peace. So let me see what I can do. Yeah, You know, yeah. it's not easy, but it is possible. Yeah. And one of the biggest things out of that, you know, we talk about knowing who we are, but a big part of that too is being honest with ourselves and that self-awareness, you know, that a lot of times we're not even honest with our own selves. Like we know mm. that there are some things in us that just be like, mm, you're the reason why you keep going around in that circle. But when you come to the face of yourself, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, I'm back against the wall. Sometimes you come right here and you're facing yourself and you're seeing the ugly parts of you. And when you can really sit there and acknowledge that and then allow that healing and the therapy, sometimes therapy is always good. If you got a therapist, go to a therapist, all the other stuff. But sometimes therapy, when you're really being honest with yourself, is a form of therapy, too. Mm-hmm. And then when you could come mm-hmm. out of those things and overcome those challenges that's always been there because it could have been, you know, childhood trauma, PTSD of some kind or whatever mm-hmm. it is, anything that affects your mind and your heart. Those are the things that stick with you the most. And when yes. you can really start letting go and just seeing yourself, trusting yourself through the process and also allowing yourself to heal Get the help that you need, whether external or you are you good enough to be like, look, I'm going to be real about this thing and I'm going to just deal with it. Ugly cry under the bed or everything you got to do. Shut down for like three or four days, but then you come out better. And then when you're able to allow that quality to come out in you, then you can extend that quality to so many other people. You know, so I really do. I I, oh, I just love this conversation. Shoot, we might go to an hour. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. This is good. Go. This is good. Okay, so we got some more. Let me see. Let me see them here. Uh, let's see. Ari's back again. Oh, she should have. I right, oh, I guess he's talking about come speak. He wants to come speak at your school. <laughs> I have to put you in contact. <laughs> let's see what else he says. Oh, he said he would love to be. Yeah, this is my boyfriend. Well, I'm so available. We... <laughs> I, like I, I was telling you before, beforehand, I said I have so many um, social media handles. And on on social media, because when people say things like that, I need to meet this lady or, you know, I would love to chit-chat and, and you know, have conversation. That I don't take that lightly. Yeah. Um, 
you know, in my book, I wrote inspiration has an expiration because sometimes we feel so good in the moment and then after that moment is gone mm-hmm. and maybe not, yeah. you know, but I'm like, I, I don't take it lightly if I've motivated somebody um, in a way to want to connect. So I am Geechee Girl TM on, on social media, um, <laughs> but you'll be able to find all that. And I'll come into the comments and, and give yeah. all of that information um, after the show. But it's, it's um, and also if you're in the Charlotte area, I have been <laughs> convinced. <laughs> I have been convinced, and let me tell you about Charlotte, the Queen City mm-hmm. in North Carolina. All right, is 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 where my teaching career started. That's where Miss Alcox was okay. born. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, really, I, whoever is out there, the powers that be, let's just go ahead and put this out <laughs> in the universe. I really need to have a documentary or a reality show or something so I can show people how the teacher, student, and parent relationship, that dynamic, Mm -hmm. how that could look. Mm -hmm. Because I think in this climate Mm -hmm. of people pointing fingers and people saying not so kind things to whatever group of people, you know, whether it be teachers toward parents, parents towards teachers, teachers towards students, students toward... There's so many people that have left the profession this this past year because of the 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 stress of what was remote learning mm-hmm. and seeing the impact that it had that wasn't exactly the best impact. Just all it disrupted so much mm-hmm. that was already visible if you pay attention. If you've been paying attention for decades, which I'm that person that had been paying attention for decades. Quarantine and remote learning took it and caused it to not be able to be brushed up underneath the rug. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's so unfortunate to see how there was so much misery just with education alone in mm-hmm. the ed- education industry. We're all part of all stakeholders involved and to not be able to walk away from it feeling as if though we were there together. Mm. Now, I will say with my group, my students, oh, we had a ball. (laughs) We had a ball. We had a ball because that was my goal to make sure that I didn't add to any additional stress that they or myself was going through. So I did my best to provide a safe space for all of us, just like I did when we were on campus. Mm -hmm. You know, I was, I'm always going to be that person, whether it's in school, whether it's in a workshop, whether it's in a retreat, whether it's a local, no matter what, this is in this time right here that you're going to be with me. This is a time where you feel like you are safe, where you feel like you can just be because there's so much out in the, in the world that is, I, I remember saying, Trouble has you on GPS, so there's no need to go looking for it because if something is going to happen, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. It don't need your input. <laughs> it don't need your directions. It's going to find you. Mm-hmm. But one thing we have to do, if we're going to make an effort to have some type of day, let's make the effort to have a good day. Let's have a, an effort to make, have a peaceful day. Yeah. Let's put that effort because you got to have some type of effort. Mm-hmm. Even not doing anything, there's an effort and to not do anything. <laughs> Yes. 
so to not decide is to decide. You, yeah, you can't get away good. from it. That's right. So <laughs> I um <laughs> I've been been asked to 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 do on August twenty seventh. I think I made. Did I say it already? You, you said but, Charlotte, but you didn't get a date yet. <laughs> August twenty seventh. If you're in the area. And it's and it's going to go live on my website um, a little bit later mm-hmm. this week, as in Saturday, because the day is already Thursday. Uh-huh. But um, it's the Rich Auntie Brunch. Okay. <laughs> and and Rich Auntie is a mindset. Yeah. So yes, it is. It is catered to my sisters. You mm-hmm. know, to, to to my women, because um, that's that's my target audience. But. Trust me, I do have rich uncles too who, who um, have read the book and who chime in and we talk about the human experience yeah. and how we show up in this world. And I've been convinced to bring it back to Charlotte, North Carolina, August 27th. Okay. Um, very limited seating because I want it to be intimate enough. And it's not going to be just, you know, people in an audience and Myself and, and the, the MC on, on a stage and consuming. No, it is very much interactive, mm-hmm. very much. Mm-hmm. And because I believe that's the best way for people to have an experience mm-hmm. that serves them. Yeah. For them to be able to interact and to get involved in the conversation and to apply these lessons. So if you want to call it, you know, some sort of, of class with Miss Alcox again. Yes. You know, like I said, I'm an educator on, on all platforms. Uh-huh. Um, and and I'm open to, to being that because I know that's that's why I'm here. Yeah. That's why I'm on this planet, on this floating rock. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm here. So I show up mm. in that way and I make finally make no apologies about it. I used to dim my light a little bit because I don't want to make people feel like that, that, that. I know how to show up without, you know, (laughs) saying that I know everything because I don't. And I think that's why I really believe that's why so many people are comfortable with breaking bread with me Mm -hmm. and having the conversation with me because I show up without ego. Yeah. Because I want to learn from you just as much as you say that you may want to learn from me. It's it's a two way street. It is. So, yes. Yes. Yeah, and you have to have a lot of humility in that, you know, the discipline alone. Because sometimes, you know, it, listening to you talk, you're very, very wise. But when you can like hone that down and just allow yourself to be in the presence of somebody else, and you just on the even scale, and your conversation just goes back and forth, and you just learn from each other, that is so much humility there. Because it's like you said, you don't have no one has egos in the room, and when you don't have egos in the room it's easier for people to really enter, you know, twine, you know, not just physically, but mentally, you know, and stimulate mm-hmm. each other and learn and grow and everything. So I really love that. You know, you might have to put that on tour. You might have to do a rich aunties tour and, you know, go to different areas for those who can't make it to Charlotte, you know, you got to do it somewhere else. Cause I really think that this is like a platform that you can really build you know, to really bring people, like you said, bring that intimate place together for people to really be intimate in their in their thoughts and their thinking and and just share. And so it is, according to Sasha. You heard it here first. According to Sasha, Sasha that's right. It's exactly actually what I was doing before quarantine. Okay. I had done it in Charleston. I had done it in Charlotte. I had done it in Atlanta. And mm-hmm. I was heading, and matter of fact, I did it in New Orleans as, as well. Okay. 
and was heading to Florida uh, after and you know, everybody's like, ah, get in the house. <laughs> right. Get in the house Lockdown. for two years. <laughs> so, you know, they're going to revive it. And, and um, matter of fact, not going to. We have revived mm, yeah, it. Yes. So let us know where you are. I've already been told that I have to come to Virginia. And I'm not going to argue. I will go wherever I need to be. And that's where I am. Well, hello. Well, hello. <laughs> there you go. Y'all here to hear you guys. If you're looking for the rich aunties tour. <laughs> yes, yes. But it's and, been... it, and matter of fact, it's, it's the, the rich auntie version of, of the low country table. Low country I can't got to salute my, my Gullah Geechee roots because that's where it all started, where we break bread and, and build bridges sharing yeah. open soup truth. That's that uncomfortable but necessary conversation. So, And I forgot I had the book right here you mm-hmm. yeah. smell like outside uncomfortable <laughs> but necessary conversation so I love it's, it's just giving honor to everything that, that was put on my plate to, to share yeah yeah, that's beautiful and I can't wait till you get your your docuseries or your, your, your talk show your you know red table I, when you said low country was it low country table talk Mm-hmm. When you low said, country table. Yeah, low country table. You know, when you said that the last time, and I was just like, ooh, I could see that. You know, you're just sitting there watching TV and it comes on like low country table. <laughs> Erica Alcox. And, you know, you having that that moment with people and everything. So, oh, yeah, I, it will happen. It will happen. It's already in the works. There word. it is. It's already there in the works. Yes. So thank you so much. Let me put your information up here that we have. This has been really, really good. I'm glad you were here tonight. All right, everybody. I hope that you really enjoyed our conversation. And you can, um, Miss Miss Erica is going to put all her contact information in the chat and everything. That way you can have all the other <laughs> um, handles that you have. But you can always go to inschoolstomach.com and just look at all the different things she has up there. And I think you have your social media up there on that um, website too. And, um, but yeah, definitely, you know, keep up with her because she got some amazing things. She got end of August, you know, you want to get that, get registered, get in the room because it's limited and, uh, and whatever else is going to come out of this conversation tonight that will be out there so it's soon to come <laughs> i really believe it <laughs> this has been such such an honor having you here tonight i Thank really you. truly enjoy it you're so welcome and if you stand by i'll be back back with you i'm gonna go ahead and close out real quick thank you any okay. final words you wanted to say to the people before we go or well i'll just say um just continue to show up um just just please show up just show up mm. even when you feel like you're not at your your best because even when we're not at our best sometimes people get the most profound mm. lessons from us so you know be good to yourself be gentle with yourself and just show up that's right all right you guys you heard it here show up thank you so much miss erica alcox i don't know thank i keep you. calling you miss erica but it just sounds right <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. You have a wonderful night. I'll be right back with you. Thank you. All right, you guys. I hope that you enjoyed tonight's episode of According to Sasha Podcast Conversation Series. So we really had a true 
conversation. I, I totally enjoyed it. She really spoke to my heart as well. And so this is what we do, you guys. If you want to be on this show, definitely reach out to me. Um, my team, according to Sasha at gmail.com, if you want to be interviewed on the show. But then also, if you're interested in being a show sponsor, we can give you details about that as well. And don't forget that I do have the giveaway. Okay, so if you have, are listening, if you are watching, then um, just know that the giveaway is for 721's conversation series. And you have to tell me one thing that stood out to you. If you want to say more, that's good too. But one thing that stood out to you from our guest tonight, and then make sure you put in the subject line, uh, giveaway 721. And yeah, I'll be looking for your email. So thank you so much for everything and being with us tonight. Make sure you like, follow, and share all of our platforms.